Welcome. You're about to listen to a teaching of the Foursquare Gospel Church, VGC District. At Foursquare, we believe in the transformation of communities through the multiplication of disciples, leaders, churches, and movements. May your hearts be blessed and transformed as you listen. of hope. And um, when I was told to share the word this morning, this topic was laid on my mind. Hope against all hope. Hope against all hope. Believe hoping against hope. And my theme scripture is taken from Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, I'd like to begin to read from verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to the seed. Not that only which is of the law, but to that also which of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though there were who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be and be not weak in faith consider not his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old neither yet the deadness of sarah's womb yet he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness may the lord add his blessing to the reading of his word we say amen shall we pray holy holy I will bow before my Lord and King. Hallelujah, you have come to us. You make all things new. Emmanuel. Jesus Christ, you'll never let me go. 
my shepherd king you're watching over me Emmanuel so amazing you have named the stars of the deepest night still you love me you have called my name I will follow you Emmanuel Jesus Christ you never let me go my shepherd king you're watching over Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, you'll never let me go. My shepherd king, you're watching over me. Emmanuel, Emmanuel. I want you to know that the Lord is watching over you no matter what your situation may be no matter what life has dealt to you I want you to live this Sabbath this morning with a conviction Jehovah is watching over you the word hope has been copiously defined for us in previous messages and Bible studies but as a brief reminder hope is a positive expectation about the future the expectation that our desires will be fulfilled for the natural man or the carnal man hope is based on forecasts or calculated risks based on environmental issues financials or emotional state politics or human promises this kind of hope is uncertain and can prove disappointing frustrating or even destructive Psalm 33:17 says to us, "An horse is a vain thing for safety; neither shall he deliver by his great strength." Praise God. First Timothy 6:17 cautions us against trusting in uncertain riches. But to trust in Jehovah, who gives unto us all things to enjoy. However, for the spiritual man, hope is founded on the death and resurrection of Christ, who is the dawn of our hope. And I'd like to read from 1 Peter 1, 3-5. And I'd like to take in an amplified version. Praised. 
honored, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. By his boundless mercy, we have been born again to an ever-living hope. Pay attention to that. To an ever-living hope through the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead. Born anew into an inheritance which is beyond the reach of change and decay, imperishable, unsolid, and unfading, reserved in heaven for you, who are being guarded, garrisoned by God's power through your faith till you fully inherit that final salvation that is ready to be revealed for you in the last time. The hope that we're talking about is a living hope. Praise God. Our hope is also anchored on God's integrity, his unchanging attributes, and the immutability of his counsel on the basis of which God cannot lie. Say to yourself, God cannot lie. Psalm 119, 49 to 50 says, Remember the word unto thy servant upon which thou hast caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word has quickened me. To have hope outside of God's word is building castle in the air. It's uncertain. This hope is living because it is founded on our living Savior. As we saw in that, in order, in that text, it does not disappoint. Romans 5.5 5. Now the Bible is replete with God's promises to bless us and meet all our needs. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, and most importantly, the promise of our sharing the resurrection with our Lord Jesus Christ are being glorified. However, because we are all broken and live in our broken world, we often experience inexplicable delays or even unmet expectation. Even our Lord Jesus Christ said to us that in this world we have tribulation. It should be a good comfort because it's overcome the world. Ecclesiastics 9.11 says to us, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happened to them all. In other words, the equation of life sometimes doesn't balance. 
So what, what do we do? When the odds are stacked heavily against your hope, possibilities become more and more remote, and the odds appear insurmountable. And sometimes, even prayer and fasting and the usual disciplines don't help, don't change matters. Perhaps some of us are there right now. You think that the odds are stacked heavily against the possibility of your getting married or having children, enjoying good health or obtaining healing, taking care of your family and giving your children a decent education. The happy and fulfilling marriage you hope for is now like a mirage. The children you sacrificed for with the hope that when you're old, they take care of you. They're all running crazy. Can't even take care of themselves. We have a disillusioned youth population. Many of them in the church. Suicide is on the increase. What do we do? Excuse me. I'd like for us to look at Abraham according to our text as our model. God's promise to him that his descendants would be as multitudinous as the stars had lingered for 25 years. Think about it. 25 years. If a child was born when that promise was made, he would be an adult. I'm sure Abraham will see some of his folk who had their own children when that promise was made and they are getting married and it's still barren. If you were in that position, what would you think? What would you say? Now, at age 100, Sarah 90, the possibility of that promise getting fulfilled had become very remote. His hope had grown either dim or extinct. Yet, it was said of him that he believed, hoping against hope. What does that mean? It means that he never gave up believing, even when naturally the odds were stacked against the promise coming true. Think about it. You believe God will do something for you, and you're hoping, yet everything happening around you is working against that and happening. And yet, you continue to believe that it would happen. How do you get there? Many are wrestling with that problem. Maybe you're here. How did he get there? Abraham had a life-changing encounter with God 
that altered his perception and quickened his faith as we see in Genesis 15 and take it to the 6. And Abraham said, Lord, Lord God, what wilt thou give me seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, Behold, behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is my heir. Four. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall be born, that, that shall come forth out of thine own bowels, shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou art able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. So the key fast. And he believed God. And he believed the Lord. And it was counted to him for righteousness. I don't know what your situation is this morning. Will you dare to believe God when it doesn't make sense? I pray the Lord would give you a revelation of himself this morning. The key word, the key word is to seek the Lord until he changes your perception to get to know who this our God is. And God will bring you to a point that you can begin to truly believe that with God, all things are possible. It doesn't come naturally. It's a revelation. And I pray the Lord will grant us that revelation. Amen. After this encounter, his perception of God was totally altered. He began to see God as the one who is able to make the dead come alive. The worst thing that can happen to you is your situation is dead. But the God you serve can cause the dead to come alive. He began to see God who speaks of future events with so much certainty as though they were already in the past. When God says, I'm going to do something for you, in his mind, it's already done. That's the God we serve. Even if you have not, you're not seeing it, it's already done. So when you get this kind of revelation of God, you are able to believe when everything is working contrary to your believing. That's how he got there. And we too can get there. After that, Abraham began to believe, hoping when there was no reason for hope. He saw that 
Not even an expired reproductive system can limit God from fulfilling his promise. His unwavering faith brought glory to God. And he became convinced, convinced that God was able to do what he was promised. It's a powerful verse. King James said he became fully persuaded. That verse shakes me. He became fully persuaded. May you become fully persuaded that the Lord is God. May you become fully persuaded. I don't know what it would take you to get there. Whatever it would take you to know God to that extent that when he says something to you, you can become fully persuaded as able to do what he's promised to do. Praise God. It was faith. It was this faith of Abraham that God reckoned to him for righteousness. And on the fullness of God's timing, not in Abraham's timing, his promise, his promises were fulfilled. Isaac, the promised child, was born. Abraham was so regenerated that he remarried after Sarah's death and shared many more children. Don't remember that. He, who couldn't have a child, had many more children. Sarah became so renewed and beautiful and became so desirable that Abimelech lost it after her, Genesis 20. If we can only believe, all things are possible with our God. Praise God. In the same way, God reckons us righteous when by faith we place our faith on the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the dawn of our hope. With this faith, we continually look back to God's resurrection, to God's resurrection, God's demonstration of his love and the power in the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say that again. With this same faith, we continually look back on God's demonstration of his love and power in the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ for our redemption. And then, look to the future in hope, believing that God will be there to fulfill his promises for us no matter what challenges we face. Look at Romans 8:28. He said, "If God be for us, who can be against us?" And he says, "He who did not spare his only son, but freely gave him for us, what will he not with him give to us?" No wonder Paul always prayed that the church we have a revelation and the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened that we may know the hope of our calling 
the riches of his inheritance in us and the exceeding greatness of his power at work in us our confidence our confidence in the fidelity of God rests in our understanding the power that's in our favor praise God our foundation to believe and hope for the future is only is also strengthened when we recall memorials of God's faithfulness I always say to us build memorials in your life build memorials of God's faithfulness recall those occasions when life seemed to have come to an end and you called upon God and he rescued you when times get tough you can always go back and say the Lord who did that he will also do this the children of Israel we are instructed to tell the testimonies of God to their children to their descendants so that they can set their faith in God Psalm 78 6 to 7 now should our faith fail to turn to sight and we don't know why what do you do you expected something to happen you prayed and it didn't happen you prayed for something but to get healed the person dies what happens to your faith somebody promised to marry you and next thing you hear is marry somebody else will you stop hoping that's the problem that's where the devil wants to haunt us I hoped before I believed yesterday it didn't happen how can I hope tomorrow what do you do what do you do when your hope doesn't turn to sight Faith, I don't know why. Faith must bow to the sovereign sovereignty of God. And we, we can say to God, I don't understand, but I love you. I still trust you. I believe that you're working out your eternal purpose in my life. Can you say that? Maybe you're there now. Can you say, Lord, can you turn it all to him? I don't understand, but I love you. I believe you. I believe you're working out your plan and purposes in my life. In fact, sometimes, what God is working in us is far better than what we're expecting. I said that again. Sometimes what you think you lost is not equal to what God wants to do in your life. In fact, when you get to understand eternity, you will thank him that what you expected didn't happen. But notice, this is what it takes to believe in hope against hope. When everything happening around you is discouraging you from ever hoping again, but you turn to the sovereignty of God 
I know my God is able to cause all things to work together for my good. That is faith. And we must all get there. Otherwise, your faith is standing on the brink of precipice. Must get to the point that you can say to God, no matter what happens, I'm on. Praise God. Those waiting in hope, however, must keep purifying themselves, denying all ungodliness and what they lost while living soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, while waiting for our hope, our hope. Titus 2, 11 to 13. Every challenge you face in life is an opportunity to demonstrate, to glorify God. We give God glory, we give glory to God when we trust him to do what he has promised to do, especially when all human possibilities are exhausted. The harder it seems for him to fulfill his promise, the better he looks and the greater glory he receives when we trust him. This is why he planned that faith is through faith that become justified. This is why he created us. To give him glory at all times. Revelation 4.11 If we fail to trust him and act in unbelief, we dishonor him. We present him as a weak and untrustworthy God. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. But they that must come to God must believe that he, that he is and the order of those who diligently seek him. Our hope must go beyond time into eternity. There are things that you hope for that may not happen here, but will happen in eternity. So if only in this life we have hope. We have all men most miserable. Whatever your situation, don't stop believing. Don't stop hoping. To, do, to stop believing is to risk sinking in the dark hole of depression. If you have walked with God, think about what we mean to just start believing, stop believing in God. When you have tested God, you really don't have a choice but to continue to believe. I have a strong unction in my heart this morning to call for those whose faith and hope have been shattered. You stop believing. God wants to renew your, your hope this morning. God wants to renew your hope this morning. Please, if you have gotten there for some reason, you, you become hopeless. The Lord wants to renew your hope this morning. Will you come forward and cry to him? I said, Lord, renew my faith. I want to start believing again. Very quickly, don't have time. Let us pray while we bow down. You really want the Lord to renew your believing. A young person, you don't know what the future holds. You don't know what to believe. Your heart been broken. I said, can I hope again? 
if you really want to renew your faith like we stand to your feet and come before God and say Lord renew my faith this morning touch me one more time I want to start believing you again I want my faith to rise again I want my faith to rise again life has dealt such hard blows on you you've lost the capacity to believe I've learned to depend upon his word. Everybody sing it through it all. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Oh, through it all. Oh, oh. Through it all, I've learned to depend upon His word. Everybody sing it. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Oh, true it all. True it all. I've learned to depend upon His word. I still believe there are people the Lord wants to touch here this morning. I believe. Particularly our young people, you look to the right, look to the Lord, hope that's no hope. You're contemplating suicide. You're contemplating suicide. So what am I living for? Doctors told you there's no hope for you. You stop believing. The Lord told me he wants to renew hope. 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 Your hope is shattered. You trusted men and they broke your heart. You trusted men's promises and they failed you. The Lord wants to renew so that you can begin to trust Him. I believe God wants to restore faith, hope. You need not kill yourself. God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. He's still on the throne. Still on the throne. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Oh, through it all. Oh, oh. Upon his word, 